0: Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you biblical application and meditation to help your life be both informed and transformed by God's Word. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Hello, my friends. It is Easter Monday following a busy weekend good friday when we remembered what jesus did for us on the cross moving into sunday when we celebrated that his death was not the end but he is alive he is risen and he truly is our living hope What a beautiful day of celebration, and I don't know if y'all went to church, I don't know what your Easter services or your Easter celebrations looked like, but over here, our Easter celebration was so joyful. It truly was a celebration of Christ, and it was just a wonderful time spent with family. And I'd be remiss if we didn't take a minute to talk through what Jesus did on the cross, and We're going to be talking today and focusing today on brokenness and what that brokenness means, both Jesus' brokenness as well as our own brokenness. And This is a really near and dear topic to my heart. We're going to be looking at Isaiah 53, and this passage God really used in a very instrumental time in my life when, although I had never lost faith in him, he was not my priority. He used a convention and this passage to show me the reality of his love. To show me the reality of who I am and what he has done for me, how he views me, how he sees me, how he loves me. And he brought me back to him, making him once again the priority in my life. And so this passage is just so near and dear to my heart. And over this convention that I was at when I was younger, there were so many tears, There was so much just heart and feeling and emotion in so many different ways because we were able to honestly look at ourselves and honestly look at God and what that means for us today. And that's exactly what I briefly want to walk through with you today. So let's hop in to Isaiah 53. I'm reading from the ESV and I'm going to start in verse 1. and acquainted with grief and as one from whom men hid their faces he was despised and we esteemed him not and this whole passage is talking about the messiah the promised one who would come and save god's people who we now know is jesus right and we're going to circle back but just hear this this passage moving back on in verse 4 surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows It was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. And I know that is a lot, so much depth, so many things in this beautiful chapter of Scripture. And we don't have time today to cover all of it. But there are some things I I want to point out as we're talking about this theme of brokenness. Brokenness some hard truths, as well as good news. Good news that we know and we love, but also good news maybe in a way that you haven't thought of it before or in a while or, or a reminder that you need. First and foremost, looking at the truth of our nature. We heard all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And that is true whether we have done something horrendous or whether we have a long list of tiny little grievances. Each one of us has turned in our own way. We've turned away from the Lord, we've gone astray from His will, from His plan. And in that regard, each one of us is broken. And this brokenness is something that we come into contact with on a regular basis. I don't know any person I have ever met who doesn't have some sort of an insecurity. Who doesn't have an area where they don't feel worthy or valuable or secure or good enough. What is that for you? And maybe you've got a long list. Maybe you've got a short list. But where is that area where you do feel broken? Where you do feel weak or unworthy or unlovable? And I know for me, in my experience... This area is an area that tends to come up over and over again. Their insecurities, their fears, their doubts, where it will come up time and time again. And even if I think I have healed or grown, it still comes up again and again. And just by (laughs) the same token, I keep falling short again and again. I keep having weakness again and again. I keep sinning again and again. I keep turning away and doing my own thing, prioritizing myself, my own ideas, again and again. And that brokenness is our reality. And the thing that I love about Scripture that makes Scripture so unique is their view of us because scripture does not sugarcoat that that brokenness that sin that falling short it doesn't sugarcoat it It tells us blatantly that's you you like a sheep have gone astray you have turned to your own way you are broken But scripture doesn't just stop there. (laughs) Scripture also tells you that you are so loved. So loved. That you are created in the image of God and so you are so valuable. And God has given you a unique calling, purpose, gifts, talents, experiences. And so in that way as well, you are so valuable. Scripture doesn't sugarcoat, but it also doesn't diminish that. It recognizes our brokenness while also recognizing our value. It brings me back to an analogy I was actually just talking about with someone. Um, If you have a $100 bill and you crinkle it all up, you don't throw it out. Even if that $100 bill has a tear in it, you don't throw it in the trash. Because just because it may be broken, it may be ugly, it may be all crinkly, it still has inherent value. And that is what scripture shows us about us. It allows us to be completely real about our shortcomings where where we're not good, but also completely real in building us up in recognizing the value that God has created in us and the value that he has won, that he has fulfilled on our behalf, right? Because of that brokenness, because of sin, we deserve to be separated from God. Right? And if you have heard the gospel before, this is nothing new. But this reminder is shared over and over and over again throughout scripture. I mean, you look at the writings of Paul and I cannot tell you how many times he shares the basic truths of the gospel. So my friend, if you think you've heard it all before, open your ears and listen anew. Listen again and again and again because this is so important. And I personally believe that a big part of what wisdom is, is seeing ourselves clearly and seeing God clearly. And so even if you think you've heard it all before, there is still more to see. You can see still more clearly. There's more of the grime or the fog to clear away in how we are seeing God. More of the distortions to throw away in how we're seeing ourselves or the Lord. And so yes, our brokenness. We deserve to be separated from God. Right? We deserve that punishment. We deserve that death. And yet what? Do we see when talking about Jesus, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken and smitten by God and afflicted. But he, Jesus, was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. We see that he took that on for us. He chose to be broken for our brokenness. Even though he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth, even though he was innocent and he was perfect he wasn't broken but yet he chose to be broken on our behalf to pay the punishment for our brokenness jesus was broken for us and when you hear about How much pain. And you really think about what he went through on the cross. That day of suffering, of beatings, of of flesh being ripped from him, of hanging on that cross. One of the most gruesome ways to die in all of history. The sheer extent of the brokenness he went through for you. It is more than we can comprehend. And he was broken on our behalf. On your behalf. But I also want you to hear this. Again, speaking of Jesus, he was despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Because not only are we broken, but the world is broken as well. Right? Right? The fall sin impacted the entire world and that means that we face difficulties. Not only do we face these hard feelings of insecurity, of fear and doubt about our own brokenness, but tough circumstances come up in our lives in this broken world as well. So please know that this is twofold here. First and foremost, that Jesus was broken on your behalf. He was broken for you. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous. And he shall bear their iniquities. He is the one who bore the sin of many. He is the one who bore your brokenness. And so although, yes, in this broken, fallen world, we are never made perfect here and now, although our souls are made new in Christ... We still have to deal with that brokenness, right? But please know and remember and come back to this truth that when you are faced with those insecurities, that unworthiness, feeling like you're not valuable, feeling like you don't have a purpose, feeling like you are just too broken to be loved, like you're just too weak to succeed, you can come back here and see, and see that anything any way that you are broken, first Jesus loved you enough even while you're broken to do all of this for you, to die for you, to pay the punishment, to pay the price for you. You are so loved, but also recognize that the punishment has been paid. It's already been taken care of on the cross 2,000 years ago. I don't know about you, but I know for me, when I am feeling insecure, when I am struggling, it's really hard for me to move past that, to move through that, to work through it, to feel it. Because it hurts and it's hard and I tend to beat myself up. And I don't know if you can relate to that. But I find that when I get stuck in that cycle of shame and guilt and just sorrow, that I am focusing on me instead of focusing on what Jesus did. I am focusing on my brokenness instead of focusing on Jesus' brokenness on my behalf. We do not have condemnation in Christ through faith in Him. There is no condemnation. And so why are we allowing ourselves to stay stuck in that condemnation? A lot of times it feels like condemnation from ourselves, condemnation from others, that guilt, that shame, that insecurity, that downness. And again, I'm not trying to say that you can snap that away in the blink of an eye. No, but we can become aware of when we are being stuck, focusing on our brokenness instead of on Jesus' brokenness on our behalf. Because he has paid the price already. And his brokenness shows not only that we are covered, that we are healed in him, but also that we are oh so loved. You are oh so loved. You are so valuable that Jesus did that for you. And it is a process of when we are facing those brokenness moments of recognizing that and then remembering to shift our gaze from ourselves to Christ. And that's not in any way, shape, or form minimizing what we have done. We recognize that what we did had a horrible cost. Jesus' death on the cross, again, so gruesome, so brutal that we can't even comprehend. It's not minimizing our brokenness, but it's recognizing what Jesus has done and not allowing ourselves to stay stuck in that broken state or that broken focus. Shifting from looking at us to looking at Jesus and allowing him and the cross to show us a clearer picture of ourselves and of the Lord. Now there's a second way that this brokenness comes into play. In that verse I read, Jesus, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Know that whatever you're feeling, Whatever struggles are coming your way, when you're feeling hated or rejected by other people, when you're feeling judged by them or yourself, when you are full of sorrow or grief, when you're full of fear or struggles, all of this turmoil and strife because of the brokenness in the world, you are not alone. Jesus has felt that brokenness with you. And so also, you're not crazy. If you are having a harder time and you look around and you're not seeing other people struggling, please know you are not alone. You are not crazy because Jesus himself, God himself has been through it. He was despised and rejected. He was a man of sorrows. He was acquainted with grief. And so when you come across brokenness in your life that you feel is too hard for you, know you're not alone. That Jesus is there with you. He sees it. He's felt it. And also know that no brokenness is too bad for God. No mess is too big for him. You can bring every brokenness to him, the brokenness in the world that is affecting you, the brokenness in your own heart, your own self, because Christ was broken on your behalf and no brokenness is too big for him. Because he was broken, he defeated death. The grave could not hold him. He has the victory. No brokenness, not even death, is too big for Jesus. And again, we can get caught up in looking at the brokenness of the world. We can get really cynical, very despairing in heart, very worried, very upset. But that's because we're focusing on the brokenness of the world or like we talked about earlier, the brokenness of ourselves instead of looking at Jesus, at the cross and how he was broken on your behalf because that shifts the mindset that helps us to see more clearly the picture of God's love, the picture of his power as he won the victory. So thank you so much for being here today, my friends. (laughs) This conversation, God just is so good and his reminder to keep on shifting Shifting from an attitude of despair, a focus on self, to a focus on Him is a reminder I know I need every day. And so I hope and I pray that this was encouraging to you to remember how much Christ loves you and how He is bigger than anything that comes against you, than any weakness, than any brokenness, my friends. I'd invite you to dwell on this, to chew on this, maybe even open up your Bible and Read through Psalm 53 yourself and really just spend some time with the Lord dwelling on this, on His love, on His brokenness, on your brokenness. Because we should be focusing on the cross, not just at Easter, thinking about the resurrection, not just on Easter Sunday, but regularly. Again, that gospel truth is repeated over and over again through Scripture and in the same way. We should be willing to spend time in it so that we can see more clearly the love of God, (laughs) his work, and what he has made us to be, what he has done for us. He was broken on your behalf, my friends. Go forward with that truth today. you again so much for being here today, my friends. I do have a couple of updates that are really exciting. You may have noticed a change to the podcast picture because some changes are coming. Right now, we have a weekly episode, right just like today, where we discuss scripture, application, inspiration, motivation, all the things. But I'm also going to be introducing some bonus episodes that we'll be meditating on the verses we discuss because this really allows us not just to hear it, but really to dwell on it and bring that word from our head down to our hearts. And this meditation will include some time for stillness. It's going to be a lot slower pace. So you may not be able to listen to it, for example, if you're driving in the car and it may not be for you. And if that's the case, skip those episodes, but I hope you will stick around. And I'm so excited for these updates to come and really helping you to start with scripture and allow scripture to be infusing into your mind, but also into your heart and then eventually out into your actions. So thanks so much for being here and keep a lookout for those bonus meditation episodes. P.S. If after this episode you are left with one of a couple thoughts. First of all, I've never heard the gospel like this before. I've never heard you talk about Jesus like this before. Or second of all, how can I know? How can I be sure that I have faith in Christ? I I want this. How can I have this? this knowledge that Jesus paid for my brokenness, I would invite you to reach out to me. I would love to have a real conversation with you. So please email me, support at com. That comes right to my phone, right to my laptop. I would love to respond and have a conversation about the good news of Jesus, about what that brokenness really means, or answer any questions that may have come up for you. So send me that email, support, at hesedheart that's H E S E D Heart dot com.